louder! Welcome back, guys, to Wrestling Ruin, episode 28, question mark? No, it is. We looked it up. I am your host, the extravagant, the incomparable, former podcast world champion, Eddie Shepard, along with... The Terminator, Travis Lasseter. The Terminator? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Call back. <laughs> you already broke me. <laughs> well, just like the Terminators, you're canceled, brother. I'm beautiful, Brandon A. Lane, your current and most profitable, most watched, <laughs> most five-star matches in the Tokyo Dome, <laughs> World's Heavyweight Podcasting Champion, Brandon A. Lane. Fuck you, so Dave no, Meltzer. So not only are you filleting yourself, you're filleting Dave uh, Meltzer now, too. Listen, he didn't even I, order your pay-per-view. I, I'm so fucking over <laughs> that even Dave, even Dave has to He's got hands at Brandon A. Lane. I heard he's got a beautiful cock. <laughs> I heard it from Missy Hyatt. Yep. And she uh, knows Cox. <laughs> she, she does know Cox. And so does Dave Meltzer. Oh, fuck oh, you. Okay, fuck you, Dave. Oh. Y'all, we've been busy as fuck. It's been hard for us to all wrangle each other together to do this. You know, a lot of, a lot of shit on the purview and in the rearview mirror. Stupid freaking spring breakers and they're criminals for Christ. <sighs> Man, <laughs> I, all I got to say is... If you are fortunate enough, if you are fortunate enough to, to actually get a spring break vacation, Don't why in the fuck would you come to Sevier County, Tennessee? You are the mountain, Hollywood. Yes, yeah. And if you go to those go things, that's fucking wonderful. Mini but, but if you come to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, expecting it to be <laughs> anything other than airbrush shops and you know. Gaffieri. Yeah, there, there is a flavor town. Damn busters! It's actually not a flavor town. It's a chicken guy, which is there's a flavor there's town, a town in, in, on Teaster. Is there? Yeah. yeah. Now it's well, open. I'm talking about it in Gatlinburg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bluffs. That's also. I don't give a fuck if people come to 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 Sevier County. Just believe it or not, I, I just don't want them coming to Gatlinburg specifically. <laughs> don't don't shill, don't shill for them. Aquariums. Don't shill for them at all. <laughs> yeah, all daddies. Uh, oh, all right. Well. Yeah, <laughs> puckers. Is that, was that was that puckers where you like, passed out on the stool. Weird. Puckers, puckers, and crawdaddies are both places that I have uh, had great adulation for my uh, beautiful voice in you know singing such classics. It's because By, the people were deaf. No, well, I was there. I was there. <laughs> I, I've I've done uh, such classics as Big Bottom by Spinal Tap. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, Breaking the Law by Judas Priest. Under Pressure with Scott. I was there that night. Oh, yeah. Um, there was the only pressure I felt was the, the pressure to keep my dick in my pants because it was so sexy. There's also the Petticoat Pumpkin there once. That's a story for another time. That's, that's something that's something that would get me canceled. And, I, and uh, we're already riding the line a little too hard. As you go down to Bubba Gumps and, you know, fuck, fuck you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've been busy, guys. I, my fucking kids are in sports. Finn, my, my son broke his arm. I don't know if we really talked about that on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Should have been Son, trying to drop elbows on Randy. Was Zach. he jeffing? No, no, he dropped an elbow off his second, uh, off his top bunk. Uh, he, he watched a Cactus Jack match and was like, bang, bang! Then I heard a thud and he goes, oh! It's like, buddy, you okay? You sure he wasn't learning about the David Richards Jerk Squad way too early? No, I'm positive. It was, it was Cactus Jack. Bang, bang. And yeah, hey. I'm sunburned as fuck already today, boys, just from going to being outside with soccer games and shit. I, I, I've just been, you know, working on my house and uh, that's about it. You know, I have beautiful pearl white 
untainted skin God, because I am, I am always in the dark. Shitting in darkness? Shitting in darkness, just like Sid. Psycho Sid. The master and the ruler of the world. Wrestling-wise, there's not really... <laughs> you know, Kyan, your daughter plays softball. She does. Not in December, though. <laughs> is she is she Sid good? She's pretty good, actually. Her, her team's undefeated. Shout she out to the Hustlers. Bombs. She doesn't hit bombs yet. She hasn't got that HGA. Dude, there's, a, dude, there's this kid on her team. This little chick hits dingers, bro. Like, she gets under the ball. Just, like, go flying. Good for her. Uh, bad joke. Shout out, to the hustler. Shout out to the Hustlers. Good team. Undefeated. There's a certain kind of dingers the kids don't do yet. Yeah. Travis does dick dingers all the time. <laughs> guys, she's been on grinder. <laughs> Lindsay knows she don't even care. I don't understand this That's relationship. She respects me. <laughs> Hashtag cuckold. Uh... <laughs> So we haven't really uh, we haven't really talked either, Mister. Uh, I'm full of surprises every week. Tony Khan announcing Forbidden Door, which is kind of fucking stupid. As in, they've not had a Forbidden Door to New Japan at all. So like, why is this a big deal now? Yeah, and uh, ROH did this like what ten years ago. Like they've been doing a global battle. war show global wars, or yep. battle, you know, battle, you know. Just I, I think it's called global wars. I'm going to give them a little leeway on this. To that section of wrestling fans, and, and I will include myself to a small degree. Like I, I like a lot of those guys from Japan. Mm-hmm. Hey, I fucking love Minoru Suzuki. He's he's a grandpa, but he can fucking murder you. <laughs> um, th- but the, 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 the big, way to kill him, by the way, that whole Samoa Joe thing. The the big issue is that what's special about this when every week you have someone on there already, I. If you're excited about this, that's cool. I, I get it, and uh, I just I just think in terms of like uh, the big announcements that Tony Khan has every week, this one's you know pretty low on the totem pole. So it, may, it takes me back to when uh, Cornette uh, got brought into ECW, and Paulie says we want to keep the lights off, and you're going to be a surprise. And he's, he was talking to, uh, to Cornette about how like he always has to have a surprise at every show, and Cornette goes, "Well, if you do it at every show, is it really a surprise?" Well. You condition your audience to expect something, and then when they don't deliver, then they start turning the channel. This is exactly why a lot of people stopped watching WCW. And I can use Sid as a case in point. I think Sid was probably the last person that they brought in um, mm-hmm. that was like uh, a, somewhat of a surprise. And then, like, who did they bring in after Jeff that? Road Jeff- Warrior Animal. Oh my god. The man yeah, it's, 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 you're right. He's a fourth man. And that, the Sid's on the ground, he's like, uh kick it because <laughs> your legs fluffy. Uh, my I think I, my point remains. It, it's like if you condition your audience that something somebody's defecting and there's gonna be a debut like every week, like yeah, that can work for a while, but at a certain point everybody's gonna be settled and then you've gotta just work with what you got. And how many fucking guys do they have that they've signed and haven't done anything with. Oh, yeah, just, I mean, tons. Like, Christian is one that comes, is one of the big ones that comes to my head. Like, they used him pretty much to bridge the gap with TNA or Impact, and then uh, we're going to let you be the third to Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Good tag team, though. Give me credit. I mean, and then you look at uh, Colt Cabana has done nothing lately. That's because Punk's there now. Yeah, I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. Brian Danielson went from challenge to the world title. I, I like the thing that he's in, but like from what they signed him to do, and now he's in like a little group with Moxley. And I'm cool with and, it because William Riggle's there. But uh, there's, there's tons of people that don't get TV time every week. Jay Lethal hasn't won a match, I don't think. Well, 
I, I'm curious to know where they're going to go with this whole Ring of Honor deal. If they're going to get rid of one of those dark shows or what that's going to be. Jeff that, Hardy, what's he doing? Well, he's well, Jeff. That, that's that's Jeff on dark. That's a whole other subsect of topic. We don't think we really have time to cover the, if the rumor in your window is correct on that. But uh, from my understanding is that Ring of Honor is they're keeping their syndicated shows at least for the time being. So no, uh, it's over. The last Sinclair show ended. So I'm I'm assuming if they're going to do this, they're probably going to just put it on YouTube. Which they also said that uh, Jonathan Gresham is hurt. Yeah, he's a world champion. Here's the other issue that uh, that I don't know that a lot of people are talking about. Uh, There's another merger coming. Um, oh yeah, with the, yeah we brought that up. Uh, Time Warner's getting to mer- get ready to merge again with somebody, it, it, and we don't know how that's going to affect uh, wrestling on the uh, well, whole uh, the, Warner the Ted Turner Network. The woman who will be taking over the TBS, basically running TBS. Her background is running like HG, HGTV and like E, not E Network, uh, We Network. And Property like, Brothers, hell yes. And, and, and shit, no. shit like that. So. <laughs> I can't wait for that crossover where Jay Lethal bust through the wall with a hammer. It was like, <laughs> you're does goddamn a, right. Does a Ric Flair, woo! And they're like, you're not Ric Flair. And then he's like, nope. And then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's more entertaining than what they'll probably actually do. My point being is that. And I, I've I've laid out my stake to claim of this about how the argument is that like well we're doing well in the demo and like numbers don't matter because nobody watches television anymore that's fucking bullshit. Uh, Better Call Saul the new season started and the it it had like ten times the amount of numbers that any wrestling show on any channel is doing right now. So I don't want to hear that shit. And it's a great show. And, well, yeah, it's a fucking tremendous show. But my my point being is that people are just not interested in wrestling and when is the bottom going to fall out like WWE has enough of a, a st- stability to where like they could survive if like they get taken off of uh TV uh, is would would uh AEW be able to survive just on no cuz uh, they're not running live events they're not doing anything Besides their tapings well you pose a great question a good thing too you're saying like about the bottom falling out of wrestling well you already have HBO Max you have there's Showtime, there's Hulu, there's Netflix, Peacock, there's Peacock. So you, that's just five off. Well, right Apple, top. HB, HBO Max could be the saving grace well, in all this. Well, not, for, I'm not even for, I'm, for AEW. I'm not even talking about that in general. But I'm just saying the amount of shows that we watch alone on just those net on those apps that already take up so much of our time. Sooner or later, people's going to just stop giving a shit about some of this stuff if they keep oversaturating it. Well, that and you can just read the results and be like, eh, I, I just, I just actually, I actually just read a tweet uh, by the the future uh, loser of a championship uh, title opportunity, Mister Terminator Travis Lasseter, Terminator, yeah, who 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 made a point that's like, what's the point of spending uh, this m- amount of money on a pay per view? He was u- using UFC as an example. Like, was, pretty much, I was talking about the Tyson Fury fight last night. Like, why would you pay that amount of money when you can just watch the thirty, like watch the clip of the the knockout and be like, oh, it's done. And cool. you know what? I mean, that's probably not applicable as much for wrestling because people want to see the drama and how mm-hmm. it plays out and stuff. But I'll be honest with you, like I'm interested to kind of halfway know who like who's who worked at WrestleMania, but I have no interest in actually watching it. True. These, there's lapsed fans, and I, I think there's more lapsed fans than there are actual wrestling fans now. And 
it's not that we're not on the verge of like being swayed back into watching, but it's just it's just the the time is starting to, to ebb more well, in well, the knot than well, the do. I'm just gonna let you know, Tony Khan is booking AEW for you. He's booking it for the not fans. The, not the bots. He, he's not you. booking it for the bots. He's not booking it for the bots. He's booking it for the fans. He wants to hear your input. And he heard you when you said you want to get rid of Marco Stunt. He got rid of that you son know, of a he bitch. Did. He, he really got rid did. of him. Well, listen, Tony, I apologize. I, I appreciate that. Um, Actually, he just let his contract expire because he was like, oh, man, whatever. Um, also, Jack Evans, f- fucking Eminem looking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck Jack Evans. Go back to Restless Society X where you belong, you no-talent hack. Oh, Ruby Soho's another one that they haven't really used that much. And, that, and you know what? She's better than any of the actual women they have on their Jay show. Jay Cargill, man, she what? does not botch in any match. I have <laughs> never botched it. I, I, have, I have certain um, thoughts about uh, Thunder Rosa that I'm going to keep to myself. However, uh, She's a see you next Tuesday. I lo- and uh, I lo- I love- Britt Baker's great as well. I, I oh, Britt yeah, Baker. Britt Baker's great. But uh, but I love Thunder Rosa in terms of her uh, in-ring ability. There's just not enough. Even with and all that- the, the programming they have, with Dark, Elevation, all this other shit, they, they, they don't, I don't think they know how to properly display their talent. Like, a lot of the times, it's just like QT Marshall versus <laughs> Minoru Suzuki does not make me want to oh, watch Dark. Oh, it, is it, is it, are you, are you ready for this? You're in this? No, no. You don't understand working? Could that could that be applicable here? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Tony Khan, he books, he, he, in his mind, the dream matches he wants to see as a fan, and then he doesn't know what to do you with know, the people after I, that. I just, I just last night, after much arduous uh, scenarios, no, <laughs> no, would never, would never uh, sell my hands with your little dinger. Um, I said jerking yourself off. Oh well, yeah, I did that. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. I, I just, I just, I don't know how. I just know how you are. You um, some credit, man. But I finally got to to do my my universe, start my universe last night, and you know what? It was it was great. And I get why Tony Khan is fucking excited because that's how I get excited when I'm booking my my universe. The problem is, is like the things you do in your universe don't always translate <laughs> to how it would be in real life. And I feel like Tony Khan is well intentioned. It's obvious he's got a great knowledge of wrestling, a great appreciation for wrestling. Um, he has some terrible taste in some of the people he surrounds himself with, but I, I respect the guy for for having the ambition. And if somebody put me in that ex- exact same position, I'd be booking a at least marginally better show because I wouldn't have a lot of the mud show talent well, that they have. And here's the other You're thing. You're welcome. I know, I know we're being long-winded on this, but like the matches, it's very WCW-like. The matches that he gives away on free TV, like if you stop giving the Gat Caliber a match, if you start to pull back on that, your fans are going to be like, this show sucks now. What happened to all the dream matches? You expect me to pay for a pay-per-view? Boom, boom, still in my parents' basement. It's just like, it's just like they did the, that, like, the, what was it, like a, was like a Texas death match I did with? Yeah, with oh, hey, man. By the way, no, this is a whole fucking different tangent. A goddamn Texas death match is not what they fucking had. Yeah, it's a, like a lights out. No match one, no one knows what a fucking Texas death match is in modern wrestling. And that's a shame because if you actually had one, in Texas, with two properly trained athletes, man, that could get over. But don't give it away on fucking free well, TV. That was well, that was my thought process. Either way, because it's the, it was your blow off to your uh, Adam Cole and Hangman Page feud, and you gave it away on Rampage, which was kind of kabukiish anyway, because wins and losses matter. And Adam Cole had like two matches and was already a freaking world championship contender. 
That didn't make any sense based on their ranking system. Oh. And here's the other thing. You give away a dream match like Samoa Joe and Suzuki on a, just a random dynamite, just two days notice, you give them that match, and then you have some stupid fuck from India debut, <laughs> ruin the whole thing. And then he won't take the blame that it was his and fault. Then he won't take the blame. Like, oh, somebody told me to turn the lights out. Motherfucker, you booked the goddamn show. It is your final call. You don't hear Vince McMahon saying, well, that was Pat Patterson's fault. Oh, well, that was da-da-da-da's fault. No, it was his. He, he takes the blame. He's like, I approved it. I let it go. I would, I would hope that Vince is not uh, blaming Pat Patterson well, back in the day, his day. God, God damn it! <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like he, yeah, he, he, any time that something goes not his way, he fucking is like, oh no, it's it's someone else's fault. And please don't hate me, fans. Please don't hate me and my stupid hair. God, please don't hate me. <laughs> God damn, God damn, Bruce. Where the hell's Pat been? <laughs> Vince, you've been there for two years. <laughs> what? Pat, you lazy son of a bitch. <laughs> I can see that interaction like, happen. But like, it's, it's like he will Bruce, not. Bruce, I need to get a shovel. It's like he thinks if he gets if he gets in trouble one time with the fans that they're all going to turn against him. And this is making anybody that's like a casual AEW fan be like, you know what? I don't like this fucking prick. Like he doesn't. I'll be, I'll be personally honest with you. As, as a person of power, when he comes out there, I can't take him serious. That's just me. No, no, because he's the embodiment of of like so much of what I hate about wrestling I, fans. That being said, as a human being, he's probably an awesome guy. guy. I if if Tony Khan were to uh, invite me to his palatial estate to play some 1990 WrestleFest on arcade, I'd be totally down for that. Uh, invitations open on your end, Tony. As long as he's got the chocolate milk. Sure, <laughs> uh, sure. Um, also, um, it needs to be the six player, not the four player. Um, well, well, here's the here's specifics. Another, like, here's another thing. Like, I mean, oh, I'm sorry, four player, not the two player. I, I, I'm thinking about X Men. I apologize. I'm stupid. Like, you look at the people like Penta. Penta was just on fucking Dark the other day after he had the match with CM Punk, which didn't really matter. It was just a match. You knew CM Punk wasn't going to lose it. And you have CM Punk versus Dustin Rhodes. Knew CM Punk wasn't going to lose that match. Like, CM Punk is now eyeing the world title, which I get, but he fucking lost to MJF. Why is MJF not the next number one contender? He lost, I don't know. Their their, their system doesn't make any sense. And, uh, but, you know, uh, we're we're just, you know, armchair armchair quarterbacking it. But, oh, listen, I just make it for for shits and giggles just to make things up. I'm not a WWE shield. Fuck WWE. I don't watch any of that shit. So they have the exact same problems in different ways. Agreed. It's just that they have some accountability to it. Like, they they will admit their fucking faults most of the time. (sighs) Whatever, Travis. Tyson Fury. Let's go. Whatever, Travis. Drew McIntyre. Before we get rolling into this episode, guys, we're going to cut to our ads, and we will be right back. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star-studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN. Oh, hello. Do you know about Project Louder? Well, let me tell you. 
Project Louder is home to 16 of the finest podcasts a nerd could possibly procure. They have a show for everyone. Whether you're into horror films, modeling comics, 90s kid shows, or that weird tentacle-filled subgenre you search for at 3 in the morning. So head on over to projectlouder.net and treat yourself to something truly exquisite. We believe the mat is sacred. Honor is real. And everything is discussed under pure rules. My name is Ryan, one half of the Wrestling Purist Podcast. We review all things wrestling and don't pull any punches. We do an episode every Sunday where we go back and watch a pre-2020s pay-per-view and then talk about it in the segment we call the Retro Review. I also do an episode every Friday morning in our WIN series, which just stands for Weekend News. It gives me an opportunity to freely shoot on 10 news topics from the past week. I also do pay-per-view predictions and reactions to large breaking news stories like Tony Khan being the new owner of Ring of Honor Wrestling. You can find us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Check out our Twitter page at the WP underscore pod. That's T-H-E-W-P underscore P-O-D for all updates. Our pinned tweet has other links as well, like our merch store and how to support our show directly. Remember, whether you agree with us or not, we're right, because we are the Wrestling Purists. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, with a message to all you WrestleManiacs out there in podcast land. Now, once you've jerked the curtain of the uncontested heavyweight champions of podcast, Wrestling Ruined, well, I hope you'll jump ship and check out the incredible in-depth movie retrospectives and interviews with cast crew of all your favorite horror films only at the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast. You can find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Check out our homepage at JuicyKruger.com and we're available on all major podcasting platforms. And oh yeah, don't be a jabroni. Check out all the great content from Wrestling Ruined or you'll be the one doing the J-O-B. Pussies. Whoa. Or agile, not pussies. <laughs> what a cock. <laughs> All right, guys. Speaking of cock, <laughs> pull up your Peacock app. This is going to be, you go to Monday Night Raw. It's episode, or season three, episode 20. It's going to say May 22nd, 1995. You see Reza at Amon and Savio Vega. And uh, we're going to get started. We're going to say three, two, one, play. Here we go, guys. Sean's standing on his tippy toes. Oh, yeah, he definitely is. Whatever you just whispered to me, yeah, I couldn't hear you. What? I'm getting old. Sit. I said I'll fucking edit the entrance because it took you so long to get the fucking... I didn't do up. it the fucking... The internet did. Sid. Fucking peacock. Sid stands for syphilis is deadly. <laughs> or is it? Didn't that kill uh, um, Al Capone? Alistair Crowe? Yeah, I think so. Untreated syphilis. Oh, man. Guys, right now we're getting week two of three tapings. 
from the Broome County Arena in Binghamton, New York. Damn, you just like chugged the first one. Jesus Christ. I chugged my uh, Red Bull. It's already gone. I mean, y'all Look at that net battle. King Kong Bunny. I'm it's so been, glad he's back. It's been seven weeks since Sid has uh, attacked HB Kid. Do you think the, the multiple power bombs that Sid did were done uh, so they could edit it to use the good one? Because the first one they did were bad, was bad. <laughs> then they redid it, and then they just put it. They just put it on there because they're like, you know what? This looks more destructive. That that. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. But yes, <laughs> they showed the the graphic for King Kong Bunny. He's like, meh. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Imagine that coming to you in the dark, or on you in the dark. <laughs> Either way, it's gonna be dark. <laughs> oh, thank you, KKB. King Kong Aww. Bunny. We don't get a green screen this week. They actually do all the commentary live. I like that very much, by the way. And they are hyping that Brett's going to be returning. And he returns pretty well, actually, in this episode. I actually have to give this one a compliment. He scares Jerry Lawler. He looks like he's really scared during this. I noticed it. I don't know if it's just because it's in high def now, like with my TV, when I watched this the first time. But you can really notice Jerry Lawler's... Uh, where he had gigged himself for over the years mm-hmm. on his forehead, or how bad it actually looks. You ever notice he hi- he puts the the crown almost right on it, so you can't really see it. He understands working. Can, I like how they just took Ted DiBiase out of the graphic, <laughs> so they can make King Kong Bunny look fatter. Allied powers in action on that as well. God, Sid, oh, they're Dutch rudder each other. Brett returns. It's actually pretty stacked raw. What do you think about the talent yeah. that's on here? Yes, it is. I was going to mention that. Like there is full of stars, and you could also notice Vince McMahon's makeup. Really badly in high definition too. Oh yeah, look at his, his hands. hands is, it, is it is it worse now or is is it worse then? He looks. Oh my god, I don't even know how to describe him now. He looks like somebody stung his lip with bees. He, he looks like um, somebody laying in a casket. True, but still alive. I'm gonna I'm gonna just quiz you guys here. Where is what video game is that gear in? In your house? Mm. Uh, is it raw? It's WrestleMania the arcade game. Oh, I was close. Yeah, that that green gear is the gear he defaults to when he comes well, out. Well, also I have it in my notes. That is the same gear he won the IC title against Rick Martel. Yep, on the uh, raw uh, prime cuts tape I have from Coliseum Video. Yep, because they recorded it the same night. They did the battle royal where the final two guys. Mike Bell, he returns. <laughs> Jobber of the week. <laughs> Sabi, I wonder how much Savio Vega spent on that SV uh, necklace there. A lot, because he wore it until the end of his Los Peruquos days, and. So you're Why? Why, David Dredd? You're just making shit up now. You just said Dika You just said Dika Doo or something. They, they said they. Manos Trahiba. Hands up high. Manos Trahiba. Hands up sky. So you Puerto Rico, Manos Chica, and that's nombre. Manos Puricos. God, we are Sully and Razor Ramon's interest here. He's a Caribbean legend. Oh, yeah, uh, he is. They also noted... TNT, which you didn't know who the fuck that was. I did not. Movie. I didn't look like him. Exactly. There's so, mu- there's so much about the Spanish culture that you don't know about, like Papi Chulo. <laughs> um, TNT. Um, is that all you got? Yeah. <laughs> Probably don't know anything about Puerto Rico. I, I know about Carlos Colon. You don't know what Brandon just sang? I know every word now. <laughs> I looked him up. I Google translated. <laughs> I actually looked up the lyrics, and um, they don't sound like how they're being sung. 
Um, so you just made it. So I'll just I'll just stick to uh, my gibberish. <laughs> I can't believe you trusted Savio with gold. He just met him a week ago. <laughs> wow, that's not racist. <laughs> it's not. I wouldn't trust my gold with somebody who just met him a week not, ago. Yeah, that's a lie. Not so PC. God, Razor, those, those boots are cool. Razor Ramon qualified for the King of the Ring by beating one of the Blue Brothers on oh, Superstars, right? Yep. Yeah. Most of the qualifying did he, did he beat him black and blue. Oh, kid, you kid it. He didn't smack that swastika off his arm though. <laughs> oh man, steer there. So so far we've had maybe. And believe Bob Holly or and Razor are the only three to have qualified for the Rumble. There's been a match, uh, King of the Ring. Uh, sorry, oh, yeah. sorry, King of the Ring. Uh, I wish it was the Rumble. Me too. I, I love King of the Ring. However, uh, oh, this one's yeah. Awesome. Look at Mike Bell, son. Yeah, no knee pads. Ooh. Put some knee pads on. Jesus Christ. But he. <laughs> but I've noticed that we've had a match on in your house uh, qualifier on Monday Night Raw and on Superstars. Yep, they're spreading. And you out. also uh, said going forward, though, guys. Superstars, they're caught up to where we are. So the next month of June, I am actually going to start doing a segment talking about what happened on Superstars, Superstars the weekend recap. before this. Wonderful. Yeah, so we're going to be doing a Superstars recap and a WCW Saturday Night recap. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have to do anything. And I can't wait till the, the next the, episode when I get to get extreme the, again. The fucking, uh. the fucking moment that you're like, Brandon, I need you to do more work is the moment I'm like, I'm fucking out. I'm not watching any more wrestling. You're, you're here for color commentary. That, is <laughs> that, that gear must be fucking new because it is Super bright. It's very. It's um. It's Ninja Turtle green. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Toxic Turtle green. There <laughs> <Fuck> you go. <laughs> Fucking Dwayne Gill. Shut up. It feels weird. Like I feel like the razor should be on the back and the actual razor blade should be on the front. Nah, he didn't want to cut his dick. I fair enough. Uh, the cool thing about this was two nights before this, Razor actually defeated Jeff Jarrett in a ladder match to become the Intercontinental Champion. The first three time ever Intercontinental Champion. The following night on another house show, Razor lost it back to Jarrett. This is when they're one of their uh, anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation house show things. So they decided to switch to Intercontinental. Was it in Lowell, Massachusetts? Or (laughs) it was in Canada. Oh, it was actually in. um, uh, Fuck, where was the Intercontinental? Is it Montreal, Quebec? Was the first one, and then he went back and trails the rivers. No, where did where did Pat Patterson win the Uh, title? Rio de Janeiro. Rio de Janeiro. That's where he won it. That's where this ladder match happened. I wish we could listen to uh, Pat Patterson say Rio de Janeiro because he can't. The, That's part well, of the he's dead. Well, he can't because he's dead. Bruce. He's going to shovel. <laughs> Pat's late for work again. Where's Jerry? Jerry you fired him. Jerry, uh, Jerry Lawler says that Razor couldn't wear a crown because it would slip off his greasy hair. I will, I will say Razor very heelish in this match. Yes, I also have that in my notes. Says Ra- uh, Razor slaps uh, Mike Bell in the uh, across the face. He gets fired up there though. He almost lost his elbow pad. Very very heel work. He's because he's trying to enter. He's trying to impress his new friend Savio Vega. He's uh, the he wasn't supposed to roll out. Razor's, <laughs> Razor's pissed. Look at him. You know what? You know what he's asking. You know what he's asking for, he, or what he's doing. He's auditioning for a role in Los Pericos. Oh, the, dude. The WWF just wasn't ready for it. All yet. right. Hear me out. No. Razor doesn't go to WCW. So he, he, he's, he's the leader of Los Periquas. That elbow pad must be new, too. because Top, top team. Instantly. Top team. Throwing toothpicks at everybody. I can't. Yeah, see, so he stomps him right in the face. <laughs> dude, he, he lights his ass up. Dude. He, he, you might say he rang his bell. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. Pun, puns of uh, okay. plenty today. Oh, God. Here we go. Because that back suplex, this would be scary shit to take. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Jerry Jerry is continuously talking shit about Bret Hart during this match. He says that um, ugly babies get less love from their mothers. So that's why Bret got less love from Helen. Laughed really hard at that. That was great. He, he keeps asking like why Helen won't accept his mother's challenge. 
Oh, Ran- random crowd shot there, by the way. So I'll, I'm going to bring this up here in a second, too. The uh, the cuts in this episode are very weird. There's a lot of edits, and I and I feel like they've hit they've done them very well before. It's very noticeable that they've chopped and edited a bunch of stuff here. He just pie-faced them. Yeah, he didn't even hit the razor's edge. Like, this, this is, yeah, just one foot on him, done. Like, very heelish. He looks pissed. Yeah, uh, the, uh, that's. I got the feeling that's probably on the fly. Him, like, I'm not working with this jabroni. Get this trash out of my ring. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to pick him up because I don't want to hurt myself. See what I mean? They're like the cuts. They're yeah, very. They're like very into the crowd. For it's very. Reason. It's very. Um, oh, look, it's King Kong bur- <laughs> Bunny's uh, brother and sister down front. Oh, man. You got, big fried blue shirt. Oh, man. I need that poster. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Looks like he's got Bell's palsy. Also, oh, <laughs> posters. Brett, uh, Jerry Lawler also says Brett was so ugly. Helen put the diaper on the wrong end. Sorry, sorry I just got to the uh, Jim Ross Bell's palsy angle on Raw ninety nine. So, oh, oh shit, that's fresh on my mind. And it's a terrible angle, by the way. Just, are you just addicted to Look shit at Mike wrestling? Bell. Like, Mike Bell's walking, and here we go, guys. Through. Brett's about to come out here. Walk, brush right by Sabia. in his fucking jorts. See, Sabia's looking him in the pop. eye, like, oh, let me move. And Razor's like, what the fuck, man? Why'd you shoulder check me? This is where uh, John Cena got his uh, his jorts from. Got his jorts from. I like how Bray has One those high socks on. The knee high socks on rolled down to his ankles. Goddamn right he did. Oh, Brett's about to cuss on live television. He does. Yeah, the crowd is really hot, but I will say I'm just not a fan of Brett's promo through half of this. It's all generic. You're a piece of garbage. You can go to heck. He <laughs> says he says hell, but you get what but, I'm saying. But then he goes. Then he goes fucking hard, like '97 Brett, and he goes that he he tells. Jerry Lawler that he's lower than shit and it bleeps yeah. it out and it fucking shocked me I was like oh my yeah. god in 95 then when he grabs him he's like you stupid son of a bitch he called, they don't bleep that one but that's where AEW got the I didn't say shit on TV I guarantee you Tony Khan's like we can say shit we can say shit uh. you, can, you can't see it but uh, Travis I, is gesticulating I am DRJSing right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> David Richards jerk squad over here. We got it. We got it. And that's how he got staff in his arm. I you know, don't care. When I first watched <laughs> he jerked off in a nasty bathroom and he hit his elbow on it and that's how he got staffed. That's why he missed the show. Man, that's called uh that's called shifting gears. He's like <laughs> Although I just, uh, now that's uh, called Holly when dick. he jerks off. On your dick. Now that's uh, when he jerks off. Uh, He's like, laying the hammer uh, down. That's so aggressive. <laughs> laying the hammer down. I don't like that you keep making eye contact with me. Uh, uh, right, right I'm really getting aroused. Oh, Jerry Lawler's looking concerned here, by the way. Yeah, look. At, yeah, this is where I told you you can start to see where Jerry's uh, or his scars a, are. Why do you wear a fucking jacket with no shirt, Brett? Because he's fucking Bret Hart, Travis. Your, I'll be honest. When I first uh, started watching this, I thought the pirate was going to steal his jacket. I'm not going to lie. It's the, coming. It's coming. You're reminiscent of Treasure Trail Hardy over here. The friggin' little yeah. Look at my landed strip. Like no, you, Travis, I'm not going to look at Bret Hart's latest trip. I don't know why. You just, have to touch yourself look and look at, at Bret Hart. Just look at his belly button. I don't, He's don't, got don't a luscious V of hair. From his, from his belly button down to his ball through. No, Bret Hart chest turns it on right here. Well, I know what it is. I know what it is. I'm saying right God. here, though. He don't, he don't have chest pubes. Vince looks like he's constipated right now. Like He's trying to think. Look at his, look at his forehead. See? Oh, my oh, God. God. He's all, all the Memphis days. Yeah. All that muff diving that him and Jimmy Del Rey did together. <laughs> oh, that's where snaggle. If you if you don't if you could actually notice, Jerry Lawler has dentures in because of how much muff diving he was doing. God bless him, man. Well, partially because of life. him, partially because of him and his mother. That's what that's why that's why Vince McMahon has a toothache. Is Jerry Lawler's mother? Top top. Uh, I mean, top she not. she's no body laster. <laughs> But clo- a close number two on the moms that I have or would like to, which is weird because he's actually taken a number two on Bonnie Lasseter. Oh, no, he hasn't. 
the the reason Vince has a toupee is because of all the muff diving, they snatch his hair and they rip it out. What's the what's what, the male version what, of muff diving? Blowing? He did a lot of blowing. <laughs> uh, trying to think. Shifting gears. Schlong slurping? <laughs> there's a lot of slurping. Allegedly, there was some schlong slurping going on. Oh, oh yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. HBK. Bruce! That's why, was for, that's why Sean was out for seven weeks recovering. <laughs> Bruce! Bruce! <laughs> I like... I... <laughs> We're making fun of a dead man. That's oh, fucked up. R.I.P. Pat Patterson. Oh, Pat Patterson I, loved it. I like, I like how Jerry Lawler's Plural. telling Vince to tell Brett stuff and Brett's right there at him. He would have wanted it. He would have wanted it this way. This is where he calls him a son of a bitch. He calls him a... He says he's more than shit. shit. You can tell Brett like pauses for a second. And Vince is like, no, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> Say it's my face. There it is. You're lower oh, than oh. shit. <laughs> Vince Whoa. is like, no. no. It's very like 97, like Vince, watch him. Back off. Lot of your die. I think he just oh. said you can't say that. You can't say that. You can't say that. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Vince, Stop it. Vince, getting involved? Pat. <laughs> Fucking Jerry's hiding behind him. He's like, all right, come on, Brett. Come on, Brett. You son of a bitch. I'm going to teach Shawn Michaels some holes in a couple of years. Don't make me shoot on you. I'll hook you if you want me to hook you. (laughs) (laughs) Who did you say that to? If I wanted to hook you, you'd be hooked. I can't remember. Was it uh, Kurt Angle he said It might have been been Kurt or it might have been JBL. It was was one or the other. I think it was JBL. Tony Guerrero here, fellow Canadian separating it. <laughs> he doesn't have any ring rust, but he looks pissed off. They did talk about how Jerry Lawler's nose is bleeding after this a little that bit. That deviated septum. Oh, yeah, Triple H already in the ring. Hunter Hearst Helmsley makes his raw debut against John Crystal Meth. Fucking at least <laughs> fucking Mantar <laughs> and Man Mountain Rock got graphics saying that these guys were coming to Raw. Yeah, he, oh, he they had that little vignette, remember? Yeah. But he but he got have, no entrance. Look at that mullet. Oh, Jesus that is, that Christ. Is, he never got the graphics the big saying brute, uh, big ne- up. <laughs> next week, Hunter Hearst Helmsley or whatever. <laughs> It looks like the Killer Bee's long-lost brother. Oh, dude, no, that's, that's what he said. Like, that's the first thing I thought of, too. Killer Bee's and freaking Steiner's had a love Hey, show. I was getting ready to the, Ste- the Steiner uh, connection the is prob- definitely there. The problem is he doesn't have big enough quads, so they go down to his knees, so it makes him look stupid. He looks so small here. Uh, Triple H's attire, does it not look like a high-class mankind get up? A little bit. Kind of. It does. It also reminds me of uh, the fucking pirate a little bit too, like the uh, and, and this the boots. Is, and this is not saying me. Yeah, they could have been. A, they could have been a tag team. Imagine if his career would have went the other way. There, I he started it, riding with the pirate. I give it though. He has to drive though, because John Pierre Lafitte. He can't see. He has one eye. He has no depth perception. Oh, no. <laughs> Legally, he can't. But I imagine he did. There was probably a night where they had like no de- like uh, my designated gra- drivers. And my grandfather had one arm and never stopped him from driving. That's a true story. Yeah, did he have one eye? I think the pirate. He was old. <laughs> so yes, yeah. The pirate stole his fucking boots from uh, John Le- John Paul Levesque in WCW because remember he had the lot. Oh, he had the full ones. Yeah, <laughs> his, the tall name, his name is Tara Rising. Yeah, Rising. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell! Uh, I'll never forget that. They talk about the USA movie uh, of the week is, uh, I believe it's Mortal Sin. Uh, it has Christopher Reeves in it. Yeah, oh. it's like a, a, a USA original or two, something, too. Like is, I'm, I'm going to assume this is oh god pre uh incident. Yeah, that didn't happen until like 96, 97, man. You're well, a you're dick. 95. You're a fucking dick, all right? Look at these forms. Next, you'll be making fun of Draws, getting powerbombed on his fucking head on SmackDown. No, Draws was cool. <laughs> 
He had to puke. He, he, he got a heart. Look at this. Triple H had a spinning uh, heel kick. And he did the, the terrific job of executing the, the no I didn't I'm lying it looked like he, you can tell he hasn't found himself yet like he's he's just doing I, heel I shit I don't ever remember him doing that really ever again though no well they're probably like don't do that again okay just oh my just, god there's a guy there's a guy in the background here and you'll see him stand up and he watch, watch him he's back here he goes boo you are gay <laughs> Oh. I, not, not to get us canceled, but I'm pretty sure what he's exactly saying is, "You're a homo," is what he's saying. He's like he's and he, breaking and he keeps, his wrist. Yeah, and he's back there, oh. but he does it the entire match, and he just, just keeps saying that because you are a homo is what he's saying. It's fucked up. Don't worry. Different time. We get ready to cover ACW. There's a sign down front. I don't think I could say. Nope. You got to. <laughs> when, when it comes to it, you're no, going to say it. You've been, you've, been ta- it. you've been tasked to cover it, and if you're not going to do your job, you're fired. You're it's fine. fine. I'll cover it. I'm not going <laughs> to like saying it. I'm not going to like saying look it. Look at that tilt the world. But I'm going to look at Brandon when I say it. <laughs> Just going to say that out loud. <laughs> I'm not going to like saying it. <laughs> <laughs> You killed Eddie. You killed Eddie. Oh, man. Oh, Triple H keeps his thumb in his back. I know. Well, he's he's proper. Oh, oh, he missed this way. Oh, he's finisher. Diamond, diamond cutter. cutter. He used the diamond cutter. He's still, that guy back there is still calling him a homosexual. I'm pretty sure this is the match that DDP calls him after. Yeah, actually, it's funny that we talked about this guy. just read the story about it where DDP actually reached out to, to Paige and said, will you please stop doing that? It's my finisher. DDP re- yeah. reached out to Triple H. Yes. And, they, and they, were, they were friends, so he kind of respected that thing. Then he came up, look at over. this guy. Uh, look at that guy. He's like, the worst people to look he at. He definitely had a pizza shop. <laughs> oh, look at your Charlotte Hornets jacket, you piece of shit. Oh, my God. Fuck yes, Mr. Backlund for president. Dude, this segment... Could be the highlight of the whole fucking episode because he says so many fun things in this. He whole said he's little... considering running for president. He already told him he was running for president. It's like, why would you make a bunch of fucking signs if you're not going to? Mister Backlund on education. Every person should have a job to save enough money to buy a dictionary. Fucking <laughs> 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 it was hilarious. His bow tie is fucking terrific. It is. Way. I know. I actually did. I was captivated by blue looking at it. Blue and then red, uh, white, and blue. Red, white stripes behind it. Sorry. So if he had run for president, that would have been the '96 election, I which voted. which we we had uh, Clinton, we had Bob Dole, and then we had the, the wild card. Can't finish. Can't finish. Can't finish. On reading, by the way. But if. If some crazy scenario would have been allowed for Bob Backlund to run, in. he would have had to have been a write-in candidate because we already had somebody run on the independent ticket. Uh, I just uh, <laughs> on arithmetic. He, he said that he wants an abolishment of the spell check and he wants to get rid of calculators. He also says, in his words, not mine, the Japanese people have 100% literacy and demands the youth go to school 12 months a year with no summer break. The, uh, that's true. I'm pretty sure that's true. Oh, summer vacations. Here it is. I like how they keep getting closer and closer to his face every time he says something. God damn. Look at them ears. Look at them fucking ears. Dude, the dude is incredibly intelligent. To this day, is in better shape than a lot. He's in better shape than Joey Janela is. True. Joey Joey Janela's a piece of shit. I agree. I agree. Do we just become best friends? Well, we've already done that on ECW and other things. So, yeah, I would say our our bond is forming. It's getting stronger. Yeah. Even though you're a Canadian bitch. Aww. And I'm going to take your fucking title. The views expressed by Mr. Backman do not necessarily reflect those of the World Wrestling Federation. I will take Brandon's title. Oh, man. This episode flows very well. 
with the way they have it set out. Well, and it's also it's almost like they're starting to like they're. I don't know if we've ever had as many stars featured on a fucking episode. Maybe this and the next one. Like, there's a there's a ton of like. So, so what you're saying star. is that King Kong Bundy's a star? Yeah, I mean you got to think about it. That he is. He's probably the. Crown I will go on record to say this this match is probably King Kong Bundy's best match I've seen. Yeah, because he fucking. And that's even saying with you know WrestleMania two, which that match is also dog shit. King Kong Bundy's whole career is dog shit. Like, he was built off being a fat blob that couldn't be moved and hurting people. He was That's in it. the original Legion of Doom with Jake Roberts, oh. Precious Paul, and Hawking Animal. Oh, God. Just what I wanted. An in-your-house shirt before I go into my new fucking house that I just worn. Matt, pa- Matt Papsilli. Look at his fucking And teeth. this should have been Todd. However, it's Stephanie Wine, and he's like, Stephanie, he's like, we're going to go inside. You stay out here. Listen, Box her up. Listen, I hate Todd. I fucking hate Todd. But even I agree this should have been Todd. <laughs> His I face. felt like she's like, Chick, look at this kitchen. I felt like saying, oh, this is hilarious. Did he, is the reason she left, was she a part of the deal? Like, did they get to keep her? Oh, Jesus. This I'd be like, I'd just take, take it fucking back. <laughs> Don't lick me. How long have they been in there, by the way? I'm just saying. Since they've, uh, Todd and uh, her first got there. I wonder if this kid ever swam in the pool where they're just like, yeah, we're selling the house. Don't swam get in it. Swim in her pool. Oh, no one would want to do that. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> how many muff. how many loads could you drop in her enormous mouth? Hit <laughs> three. Ask Todd Pennington. <laughs> Todd definitely knows. No, he doesn't. Here come the flag bearers, guys! Here come the flag bearers. Where's Scotty Riggs at? He doesn't know. He's an American man. American man. These are definitely kids, and they're like, "Quick, grab my flag! Don't touch me!" Well, that's like me back when I was like, I did look like you with the glasses and glasses all. And the fucking my bulldog. They grabbed the bulldog. He's like, let go of me, little fuck, little fook. I can't, I can't wait to turn. <laughs> see that old. cut? Did you see the cut? Yeah, it's it weird. was like immediate. If oh, Tony DeVito's back, Come. see that cut again? Jesus, Bill Payne. I really wish it had been a uh, Mike Bell and Tony DeVito because that's the winning tag team. Right, guys, we're getting the Allied Powers versus Tony DeVito and Bill Payne. Could not find anything on Bill Payne. Tony DeVito returns. Pet Boys. Pip-Boy's getting that fucking <laughs> advertising money. It's worth 20-something years do you, later. Do you think that they were like, fuck, why'd you put it on the Tony DeVito match? They put it on the American Lex Luger's match. You wouldn't understand that because you're Canadian. No. no. If it was a Heart Foundation match, you'd get it. Listen, that fucking joke flag that you got me. It's still down there? It is in the it's exact same spot. Scott got that for you. I, for what, a I year have, now? I have not fucking touched it, and I won't. The, the, the fucking house, will, the Black Lodge will burn down around me before I touch that fucking thing. Brandon will get well, everything out of here. but well, Scott, Scott bought that for you, and I know why you're mad about it, because it wasn't made in Canada. It was made in China. And you want a freaking uh, authentic Canadian hey, one. So I know where we were joking, but this is fucking impressive as fuck. Oh, yeah, he picks freaking Mabel up on his shoulders. Jesus. Yep. He almost killed him right there. Steroids. He almost killed him there, though. Yeah, they showed, uh, I believe it was from Action Zone, but it was I'm pretty sure it was the Men on a Mission versus the Allied Powers, and he gets uh, Mabel up in the electric chair position. It was pretty impressive. Fucking Tony The crowd popped super hard for them. I, I don't understand how they did not put the tag titles on them. I don't either, man. Like they should, they should have been in a feud with well, Owen and and Yoko. Well, here's right the thing now. too, though, is you you are really desperately needing heels, and I you know we of course we do get Bulldog as a heel later on, but it's almost a kind of a waste. It's just it's just like something they're doing to kill time because they really have nothing for them. Yeah, but like I mean, why would you not put them in a feud with Owen and Yoko for the belts and have the, have them at a 
King of the Ring have a match. I I agree with Travis. Fuck, this that's hell is weird. frozen over. Uh, I, I, it's a huge missed opportunity. Uh, I, he, for me, Lex is always going to be better as a heel. True, and Agreed. I mean, look at Bulldog, and the sure fact that like he never really got a top run is insulting on just. Well, well I believe from, from everything I've read as well, because of course Luger goes to WCW, uh, shocker guys, on the first episode of Nitro, he pops up. Uh, and I've been watching this documentary series, I've been telling you guys about it, I think it's called, uh, some, uh, I think it's called The Wrestling War or something like that, I can't War remember. Stories. War Stories, that's what it's called. And I believe it's called a Holic that's putting them out, they're really, really, really good. And they talk about Luger, and the plan was actually to have Luger feud with Hill Bulldog. Which I would have been for. for. I'd have been okay with that. Because even Swuller, like later on at SummerSlam, Luger runs in to save Diesel uh, as from Bulldog and all them beating him down. And like, then you, of course, Luger just vanishes. So. Well, because that's in August and he leaves in September. I believe it's the first. Mm-hmm. It's like September 5th, right? Mm-hmm. I believe it's the first. So he's gone right after that. Yep. It's uh, the he who works the house show loop for WWE. Friday, uh, Saturday and Sunday, and then shows up Monday because he was working without a contract. Because he took his own, Bruce! he booked his own <laughs> plane ticket. Where's Pat? He was supposed to be shooting the uh, new Raw opening mm-hmm. on the roof, the, the rooftop deal. Yeah. Uh oh, up here it comes, man! Still a great tag team. I have no, I have no complaints about Bulldog and even Luger this time period. Bulldog is look, he looks fucking great. It's just funny to me, like you said, they just didn't do anything with them. Like they have that throwaway match at WrestleMania 11 against the Blue Brothers. Well, it's just they have nothing. I mean, because Diesel right now is your your babyface champion. If you would have had a heel champion, that's you have two challengers ready to go. True. If I, Shawn Michaels was your heel champion, you'd have two challengers ready to go. Well, Luger nobody, and Shawn would have been interesting to see. Nobody wants to see that. I know, but it'd been kind Luger of and Bulldog as an actual title match feud. I know we get it later on, but with the roles reversed, it's it's great. Oh, yeah, this is when he talks about laying out the challenge here. Ted DiBiase lays out the challenge for Diesel and Bam Bam to take on Tatanka and Sid at uh, King of the Ring. However, he's doing this right in front of IRS, so he's basically saying, IRS, you're not worth being in that tag match. And look at he's looking at him like, He's yeah, like, oh, yeah, Ted, payday. Yeah, Ted. Getting a payday. My sons are going to be here. <laughs> not for long, but they're going to be here. <laughs> he's already Believe it. Was it was it one of you guys that was telling me like all the facts? I or I read it online. Like Bo Dallas is like really weird in conspiracies and shit. Yeah, and he's like dating Liv Morgan now, which is God, the weirdest fuck, thing. Good for him. I will also have those kind of thoughts if that's what it takes. <laughs> True. The Earth is flat. Let me find out. <laughs> well, you just gave AJ Styles a boner. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> that was phenomenal, buddy. Hey, thanks. Look at Big Daddy. You had a phenomenal blowjob. <laughs> You want one? <laughs> kind of now. Do not. I am, I am. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> At blowing your comes, <laughs> Here comes Diesel saving the day. You ever, you ever, you don't want none. You don't want none. <laughs> you ever been spiral tapped? <laughs> you don't want nut. You don't want nut. <laughs> I don't want no nut. Ugh. Oh, man. So we get the match that we got last week. Oh, damn, What the Travis. fuck did you just do? Drop my sunglasses. God. My B. My B. Caught him. Oh, look at Diesel looking jack. No, look at him. Sid's going to go shit in darkness. Yeah, he is. He's probably about to go shit in darkness right now. We can smell your shit from here, Sid. Soft. So, okay. Like, th- th- this duration they're going in with, you know, doing this tag match and everything, this this whole redemption arc. Comma! Fuck yeah! Fuck comma in his action figure. <laughs> but this redemption arc for Bam Bam, 
Um, what's the payoff for it? Because there isn't one exactly. Which I have something interesting to talk about about that at the end of this episode too. We're finally getting. Undertaker, we are 20 episodes of Raw in, and Undertaker has not wrestled on one of them. He's had video packages and, like, like pre-taped interviews, but that's about it. This right here is a qualifying match we get next week. Jeff Jarrett versus The Undertaker. I'm very excited for this match. Jarrett, of course, has been an MVP for us multiple times on this episode. I really feel like this should be, the like, show, a first-round match and not a fucking qualifying match, though, because it... I just don't want to put two of your top stars in. I, I'm trying to think of the card. Position. Does Jeff defend the Intercontinental title on that show? I don't think Jeff's on King of the Ring. I really don't think he is. I'm trying to think. The, at least they took the T-shirt off Kama now. He looks cooler. And uh, that's he, not saying he, a lot. He looks, he looks impressive. And they talk about the urn has been melted down and all that stuff here. Too. You know who doesn't look <laughs> impressive? Barry Horowitz taking off his suspenders. <laughs> so, Barry Horowitz has been in the news uh, fairly recently. Uh, Bret Hart uh, made a statement saying that... He hates Goldberg. Well, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but he loves this Jew. <laughs> say, he hates that Jew likes this Jew. <laughs> but he said that Barry Horowitz is deserving to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. So what say you guys? Yay or nay for Barry Horowitz Hall of Fame? Well, to his credit, he has he did have quite a bit of longevity through the 90s. I mean, as far as I can remember, early 90s, it was even in the late 80s, he was doing job work for WWF. And then, of course, he has this run here in uh, 95 Let's and then shows up in WCW as well. But, I mean, I'm, I'm Hall just... of Fame quality, it's, I think it's... Is he is he making people look good in the ring? Absolutely, as like an enhancement talent, he's up there as one of the better well, ones. Well, here's the thing: does he belong in a hall of fame, like a legitimate hall of fame? No. Does he belong in the WWE Hall of Fame? Sure, because like, what's their criteria? There isn't one. Because I mean, true. they still threw Coco. To me, the Coco Beware is always the wild card to me, and I don't understand how Coco Beware can be in the Hall of Fame, but somebody like Barry Horowitz cannot. Well, I don't. I don't have time to defend Coco Beware in the WWF because he didn't do a lot. He was a draw. He had a bird, but Coco Coco Ware in like Mid South was a fucking big star. No. So, it's well, just, I mean, it's just like the, with the. Von Eriks. The, it's it's kind of like it's the the Hall of Fame is a weird thing because Vern Gagne is in the fucking Hall of Fame and the Von Eriks are in the Hall of Fame. However, the only Von Erik to ever wrestle for the WWF was Kerry, and Kerry was only there for what two years. He was an Intercontinental Champion, and he wasn't even Kerry Von. Well, he was Kerry Von Eric, but he was Texas Tornado, and then like he hit all those legal problems, and he was gone. Ever told my story about Chris Hamrick? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there's a kid well, out well, there with the Carry Von Eric card that says signed by Chris Hamrick. <sighs> God, Brandon. Comma though. Come I didn't here. do it. He did. <laughs> Comma looks more like a badass here, though. I give it that. Like, but it's still, he's not really doing anything against Barry Horowitz here. Vin- Arm wrenches and kicks and. That's about it. Vince makes sure to say that uh, Barry Horowitz has not had a win yet, which is going to lead. To something later on in the year. Very horrible wits. And Jerry is the finish right here, which is a single leg crab, which is kind of a random. He's putting a fist in his back, too. Jerry Lawler is starting to plant the seeds for a kiss my foot match at King of the Ring. Jerry Lawler, though, his commentary against Barry Horowitz is always great. Like, he calls him Barry Horrible Wits and all this stuff going into that match with Skip. He asked him what his one loss record is on that episode. Yeah, that was great. Now, the best thing Barry Horowitz has done yet is the whole shtick with... Uh, oh, my God. The whole, sh- the whole shtick with uh, Bob Backlund and Jeff Jarrett leading up to Sunday Night Slam. Guys, if I mentioned... I don't know if I've ever mentioned this in the history of the podcast. 
that I hate. He's wearing Ty Pettengill. Technically, is he a smoking gun? No. I'll tell you what he is. He's waiting for his shift to end here so he can take his clothes off and keep that fucking overcoat on so he can go flash people in Central fucking Park. <laughs> you degenerate looking... Look that floral Word blouse. that I can't say on this podcast, but one time Travis said. You want you want that floral blouse for yourself. <laughs> no, I don't. It's weird seeing the Hall of Fame is going to be during King of the Ring weekend. Yeah, he makes a re- really weird point that certain certain states have to call a certain number to get tickets. It's just the weirdest fucking thing. And he also says that you have to have your tickets purchased by the 22nd because it's on the 24th. Nope. Because you got to set up for it, I guess. What do you guys think about people being able to attend at, um, the Hall of Fame? Because... I think it, in one regard it's kind of cool, but I actually think it's sort of disruptive. I agree, but I think they also feed off the pops of it, like Taker's Hall of Fame ceremony and meant more because the crowd was there. Uh, and But then they did it the year when they still had the Thunderdome, and it was just kind of awkward. But they didn't yeah. have all the wrestlers out there, too, though. But I like- And also, when you say disruptive, remember that motherfucker that ran in on uh, Bret-, Bret Hart and Dash Wilder beat the shit out of him? They, yeah. booed, they booed Trish Stratus when she announced she was pregnant because... It wasn't them, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, they, they got a Shawn Michaels all over. Print, yeah, now. yeah. Barry Donitsky, print all over. Also, that's a badass I, shirt. There's glitter on it. Brian. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught this or not, but Jerry Lawler makes fun of Vince McMahon. There, he's like, Vince, how how old were you in that picture? <laughs> yeah. <it's funny. laughs> he's like, I just didn't know if you were if you were like a, a Helen Hart been around for a long time or something like. Well, that. They also he also says something about um, student Helen Hart's birth certificate having hieroglyphics on it. Made me laugh really hard. <laughs> you uh, couldn't get away with half this stuff now. Barry Dzinski's throwing it to. Be- oh my god! Y'all feel the ground. That freaking freaking picture though of Shawn Michaels is like a '93 Shawn Michaels picture yeah. on that shirt. It's like it's end of '93. Like, it's like right for uh, leading into WrestleMania 10. Yeah. Here's the bracket so far: Mabel Hard or Hardcore Holly, Bob Butt Plug Holly, and Razor Ramon. <laughs> Whoa. I said what I said, Travis. It's fine. <laughs> if Razor would have actually been in this King in the Ring, it'd been great. Or Goddamn spoiler was. alert, buddy. Savio needs his needs his shot, man. No, he does not. I'm, I'm just gonna say he doesn't look as fat, and it, it disappears. However, he is sweaty walking to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the requirements of being a corporation. You have to have excessive perspiration. He has a, it's, on the, like, it's on the resume. WrestleMania 11. At least they own like Raw. I don't think. I don't think he has. Oh, oh, Sean. I, I'm surprised they didn't put Bam Bam in there with him, but then again, I don't want to see it. Oh, God, Bearded Sean. Oh. I actually have Bearded Sean rules in my notes. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. There he goes. Is that is this a precursor to Jeff? And did you see the shoulder stroke? I did. I did not. Yeah. That's called oh, HBK. Oh. <laughs> is it called is is it called HB H- Kidding? H- 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 no, Kidding. It's sexy boy. <laughs> kidding, kidding. I'm kidding. H- H- I'm kidding. My favorite little sh- my favorite little spill is on Shawn Michaels' uh, documentary and Triple H goes, It's like if you know Sean, you've seen that move. That's pretty much all he's got. And it made me laugh so hard. There it is, the, the foot stomp. Oh, he just does about three times. Oh, he throws his glasses away. He's oh. about to cha cha slide out here. He, uh, and this goes back to my point. We we talked about it before. Sean is a babyface. In real life, heel. Working-wise in front of a camera, babyface. It is also the same year he got powerbombed in seven, like three times. <laughs> oh, you're stupid and fat. Watch on, watch on, watch on. Boom, boom, boom. Get out of here, Billy Silverman. Everybody knee, hates you. High knee. Harley Race knee. Oh, he was uh, like, I'm not taking uh, that bump uh, outside. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Zodiac knee. Whoa. Uh, booty man knee. No, man, hi, man, hi, man hi. with no name knee. I'm guessing. Like, man this is, with no knee. Here comes Cool Sean, though, because 
stupid. He does he does some spots in this match that are stupid. There's a lot of commercial breaks through here. It's because fucking Peacock wants you to pay for not have to pay for ads. But there he scares DiBiase. Takes his earrings out. Oh come on. This is why DiBiase kept him from the title at Million Dollar Championship Wrestling. This is technically the gear that he wore at the Royal oh, Watch this. Watch Sean, man. <laughs> Catch me, catch me, fatso. He did, <laughs> and he did. Watch these ch- shots. Bow, 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 bow. Right, your right in the ear. right, right in the three chins. <laughs> right oh, in his, Sean, right his neck is. meat. Oh yeah, looks like a fucking star. Am I wrong? No, he does. His his, mul- his mullet is it's still mulletous, but it's it's a little more evened out. It's it's, little- it's offset. I think it, it offsets with the beard. Well, like it, it goes. We see it. Like, he's, letting, he's letting it grow out on the side so he can slick it back and have like actual long hair. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a little it's a little less trailer park, a little more uh, playgirl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it could be a little more clever than that, but sure. <laughs> oh, you want to shake hands? Oh, you want to shake hands? I like this though because Sean can kind of be a dickhead, but it's like baby. It's like the opposite of Razor. Razor does like the hill shit, and it's like it gets over. But Sean can be cocky like this and still get over as a baby face, and the crowd will eat it up. Here comes King Kong, duck the clothesline. King Kong ain't got shit. Whoa, that was nice. Smacks the belly a couple times. Dude, Sean is so fucking good. I I have always been of the the mind that that Sean worked. Really well with bigger guys, mm-hmm. um, because he, he can he, you can get that like that sympathy from him, but he, scared him again. I like it. It's funny you say that because in my notes I have this is what I was talking about when I said he was more sympathetic as a good guy. You get he the react like his his facial expressions. You know what? Are the, great. You know what the funny thing is though, Sean isn't. Sean is just as tall as King Kong Bundy when you look at it, though. Uh, I was going to say the same thing earlier when the backstage interview and Ted DiBiase is as tall as... And they, they make him out like he's such a hulking beast, but he's really not. It's just wide, buddy. He's like six foot, six foot one, maybe, if even that. He's just fat. I feel like if you look, he, he has the same body type as Mantar. Like, they should have put them... That's a missed opportunity. Oh, my God. What, King what would, Kong the Tar. What would... King Kong Tar. Well, you got to give... Kong Tar. Oh my god. WWE 2K22 when I come home, baby. It's going down. Man Bundy. (laughs) Man Bun. What? You're welcome. And it's... You know where the bun is at? In his oven? Yeah. In his gun. In his gun. Just like a fucking... There's a kid standing on a chair back there. They just go up and in and then his his belly goes... Hair pie. (laughs) God, Sean bumping his ass off. I will say, like I said, to me, this is probably one of the better King Kong Bundy matches you'll see. And Sean is just bumping his ass off as always. Dude, He's white fucking socks. In trouble oh! walking two steps. He's like, you broke my rib, you fat fuck. <laughs> and that's why you never see King Kong Bundy again. He actually has lifts on his shoes. You see that? Yep. Kind of like Kane. Yeah, you see him though? I know, I know we've talked about this before, but how the fuck did King Kong Buddy not end up in WCW? I'll never know, man. He, like, he should have been. The, he should have. If there was ever a person in WWF to be in the Dungeon of Doom in WCW, it is fucking King Kong Bundy. Maybe he was just tired of wrestling and like they was like, "Nah, I'm good, man." He had more computer commercials go make. You're just gonna, you're just gonna come in and make me job to Hogan. I'm good. I could see that. That's being what in. they would have done. And I would have been okay with that, I guess. I mean, Z Gangsta came back. Why couldn't King Kong? You could have put Vader and King Kong Bunny as a team. Ugh. You guys download that Zeus on WWE? No! no, I saw it, but I almost did. <laughs> Fuck you, Brandon. It's a no. pretty bad Zeus. 
No. That, yeah, if you guys could only see our group chats where we... Uh, holy shit, do you see who the referee is, boys? I, I know. I said Billy Silverman earlier. He's uh, a he, bitch. He did. He's, not, he's an alright guy. No, he's a piece of shit. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Well, ask him to do the intro to the podcast. Where's the fuck's his sideburns at? <laughs> Where's his sister? I'd rather have his sister do it. Aww. Sarah? Yeah. <laughs> She was, oh, on no, the, uh, she was on the league, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, and she oh, likes the that. fuck. She fucks Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> we see his vinegar. Strips. Oh god, he so protected bad. his ass though. He bad, did. Though. Yeah, with his face. <laughs> oh Billy, come on Billy. Oh Billy. Oh, oh Billy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a shirt idea right there. Billy Silverman just says, "Oh Billy." Ted DiBiase is even sweating out there, guys. Well, he has his J.C. Penny suit on. There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of hot lights. He's been running around the ring a couple times too. It's, his budget's a little thin. He can't he can't afford uh, breathable attire. I told you that's what JCP stands for is JC Pennies. <laughs> JC Pennies. <laughs> oh, covering covering the mouth, telling King so Kong to get his, get his sweaty tit off my face. Oh, I got your titty under my chin. I'm gonna put your tit in my mouth. This, I, this guy, I'm gonna bite that tit. Wait, why not? As a as a baby face, or why would you not bite the bite, tit the, to get bite out? the tit? Yeah, to get out. bite the form. Bite something. If you bite anything, get get them off him. Because he's a baby face, biting. I do think I think it's a missed opportunity because you know they, if you're a heel, you know they'll pull the hair. Why would you not grab their dick or grab their nipple or do something make them let go? It's not legal. Pulling the hair is not legal either, Travis. And they fucking do it almost every yeah, day. Yeah, but you could pull the hair and it hey, would be uh, borderline homoerotic. You know, it says off the hair it goes off the dick. Hell, Goldust used to grab people's dicks. So did uh, Val Venus. Remember testicular claw, man. Rick Flair did yeah, too. Yeah, I am. Um, I blacked that out. Yeah, there you go. Another another commercial break here. This is the longest match on the show, guys. It says when I looked at my notes, it said eight minutes, which uh, I think that includes everything here. So they probably went longer than that. So credit to King Kong Bundy for actually going here. He went. He, I think the credit lies mostly with Sean. Well, yeah, but, but like still, he just stood in the middle of the ring most of the time. I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be a. Crossbody, yep. and here comes the finish. He he ends it pretty quickly, kind of anticlimactic. It's before he actually tuned up the band. He that was such a safe super kick. One, two, three. Bunny's fat ass is oh, gone. Oh yeah, Bam Bam's like, oh he's coming yeah. to take my spot. No, oh, yeah, no. yeah I'm, I'm getting to that. That's why we were talking about Bam Bam earlier. I have my notes. Sean screams a star. Look at the guy. This is the only time I like bearded Sean. Well, Dude. this is the last time Sean's in the King of the Ring tournament. Yeah, because '96 he faces Bulldog. '97 it's Austin. Mm-hmm. 98, he's on pills. Yep. Well, he's probably on pills here, too. But Fair enough. Because I was thinking he was in the 93 King of the Ring, right? Also on pills. He probably. Yeah, he wrestles, uh, is it him With and perfect, perfect to perfect. a uh, no contest? Yep. No. No. Because who is it? He wrestles someone. Perfect wrestles uh, Mr. Hughes and loses to Brett. Yep. God, I hate that I know that. Maybe it's him and Luger. It's because when he throws the... Remember he threw the you towel? Don't, no, you, don't, he, you don't have to justify that you no, know something. No, Mr. Perfect threw the towel behind his back and it landed on Mr. Hughes' shoulder and he just kind of... Uh, Perfect just laughs. Maybe it's him All and right, Luger. Pete, Kurt, we miss you. You and your ribs. But yeah, like, wouldn't it have made sense for Sean to win the King of the Ring, get his championship rematch against Diesel? Yes, anybody other than, than fucking uh, Literally, I would Mabel. give I would give the crown to Bob Holly Fuck you, no. over Mabel. He can do the fucking last round. Like, dude, you gotta you gotta admit sitting here as a fan in ninety five as we have watched back through this. I got an idea. You know you know who <laughs> the, the, crown le- on me. the two least people I would have thought going into this King of the Ring that would have won it? Mabel and Bob Holly. I would have said anybody else. And like I just don't understand Mabel. I mean well, I, I get I joke around God, you, that he's the king. He goes, he goes to shake his hand, he goes, I can't shake your hand, then he tells him just up. 
So he puts his hand up, and they do the, the, the vintage uh, two dudes with attitudes, high five. The crowd pops hard. But it's very easy here that Bam Bam just feels like a complete afterthought now that Sean's yeah. back. I would have rather had J- Jarrett win the King of the Ring. Well, I almost would have made sense that Sean and Diesel team together instead of Bam Bam. But you got to give Bam Bam. Bam would have been the perfect person to put in the King of the Ring for that reason then. And Sean came back to team with Diesel. <sighs> Does that not make more sense? Yes, it, it, and thinking about it, because uh, look at him—he's an afterthought here. Sh- you know what it should have been? It should the final should have been Bam Bam and uh, Jared. No, it should have been fucking Bam Bam and Bulldog. and Bulldog and Bulldog turns loses and it sets up him turning. Oh, that is great. But that that's they, great. They, they painted themselves into a corner. They're saying the winner of this gets hey. a shot at the championship. Yeah, hey, babe. She Kelly got a tattoo on her. Oh, my God. Look at that mug. It was shaved. There he is. There he is. They bring in Bam Bam there. Is that the shield? Here's these crazy cuts again, guys. Watch. Bam Bam's to the side, by the way. He's not behind him. Like <laughs> We can edit him out later. Yeah, you're right. Oh, we got more. Here we go. Oh, Sid is in action next week after shitting in darkness this week. Hakushi returns. Oh, he says something extremely racist about Hakushi <laughs> next week. Jerry Lawler does. Jerry Lawler's his blood is boiling. He's like, oh, my throat can't talk. Saw <sighs> so that muff diving. He got a little hairball? Is that what you're saying? Yes. No hair, no flair. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't peg his mother to be, um, you know, at least a lame hey, I can't speak because I'd peg his mother. <laughs> I, you would have pegged that lady they showed in the audience with the tattoo of her heart. So we get under next week we get Undertaker in his and Jeff Jarrett match. in his very first match on Raw in nineteen ninety five. They all have hats. I really think Except this is this Paul is, Barry needs a hat. This is the only King of the Ring that the Undertaker's ever associated with. Yeah, well, he doesn't need it. Ninety six he, he fucking yeah. with mankind. Yeah, and I mean he but like this is the only one he's ever in. But this goes back to Brandon's whole point. We are making a big fucking deal about Taker being on Raw next week. Because he's this is his first fucking time. It's been half a year. Yeah, I, but at the same time, it's like, why have him in the King of the Ring, Ring if he's not going to win? World Wrestling Federation for over 50 years, the leader in sports and entertainment. And then, you know what happens next week? It starts with that promo. So it's like back to back. Some of them it ends, some of them it begins with it. It makes no sense how they do it. At least we don't have to see that stupid alien promo. Hey, save the world. It, it, could, ha- it could be real. Boys, ruined or redeemed? I'm going to give this one a redeemed. Uh, I think that they, it was chalked with star power. They're setting up for the King of the Ring. Todd Pettengill is fucking back, baby. And he is giving us a Hall of Fame setup and everything. I mean, I can't wait for the King of the Ring reports every week. They're fucking coming. And I can't wait. And I think, I just think with the Ray Ramon having his match, you're building for The Undertaker, Sean's return. I mean, it's it's a, a redeem for me on this one. I'm going to agree it's redeemed, but with the caveat, like, yeah, they put a lot of stars in there, but aside from a couple of moments, I mean, I thought this was somewhat of a forgettable overall show. Sean's return is the biggest thing. Well, Br- the Brett and Sean, yeah. they... And then you've got, you can't forget Bob Backlund. <laughs> that's, that's true. And but it, is, it is Triple H's 
debut. Raw, Raw debut as well. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on. Historically, that may matter, but it, like if you were to watch this, if you've been sitting your ass down and watching it back in May of '95, there's only one reason you tuned into this Raw back then, and that's to see Shawn Michaels come back. That's it. And none of this other stuff matters. That's why they. I don't think anything else they really put on here was like storyline really but driven. They've definitely loaded the card for next week. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do you say, Brian? You need to give it a ruined or a redeemed. I gave it a redeemed. Redeemed. I will give it a redeemed as well. Main event was actually really good. And I'm su- surprised to say that. Sean carried the workload, obviously. It's probably going to be the best match you ever see King Kong Bundy in. I can comfortably say you that. You mean to tell me. Fuck you, Travis. Yeah, him versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan in 2007 isn't the best match you ever had. No. That was his last match. I read I read his bio earlier. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Well, well. I mean, you had every everything kind of meant something and kind of further furthered along a storyline. Razor has, you know, Savio Vega in his corner. You have Triple H's very first match. He hits a diamond cutter, which is pretty fucking cool to see. Like it's random. Uh-huh. Uh Bob Backlund, you're furthering that furthering that storyline in its sense where he doesn't have to work to be entertaining, which we've been saying from you know for months now, Brett Lawler. Brett Lawler, you're pro- you're progressing that. The only match that's kind of a nothing match is Kama and Barry Horowitz. But honestly, it's it's furthering Barry Horowitz's story the, of what's going to happen with him. Match. The tag match is just kind of there because they have nothing for Luger and um, Davy Boy right now. That we didn't even have anything with the tag titles. We didn't have the smoking guns, which kind of does feel weird, just because there's nothing. They didn't even talk about the tag titles. Nothing. This whole episode's about. Jerry and Brett building their ma- their future match. That's what this is building up to. And then, of course, Sean, you know, getting into the King of the Ring. So, mm-hmm. it's I have to say, uh, it's definitely a redeemed episode compared to some of the other Raw episodes we've watched. Consistently, this episode flew by. It was an easy watch. It was an easy watch, um, but it's one of those where we just rewatched it, and I, I remembered very little about it going yeah. into rewatching it. Well, sure. uh, with that being said, match of the night. Uh, well, that would obviously be any match involving Tony DeVito, <laughs> in, in my Fuck estimation. You. you right? Fuck you. No, I'm, I'm going. I'm actually going to go uh, Razor Mike Bell just because I enjoyed seeing uh, Razor get fucking visibly <laughs> pissed, pissed off. off. I'm going to go uh, Sean and King Kong Bundy because it was the main event, the return of Shawn Michaels. He actually pulls out a good match, a decent match out of King Kong Bundy. I won't go as to say good. You want to say about that? There you go. <laughs> That's what I say good. About it. good for you. Brandon just shit his pants. Poo poo. All that, all that, poo your opinion. All that poutine coming out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's what I'm going to say, guys. Shawn Michaels and King Kong Bunny. Yeah, I got to agree. Sean and King Kong. Like I said, you're not going to find a better King Kong Bunny match than what we just watched. True. It's going to be hard true. to find one to come close to that. MVP. I'm going to go with Brett. I'm going to go with Brett as well. I think I think his moment there, it's not something they talk about really at all in the history of wrestling, but that's one of the first times someone like feels like they go off script on Raw, like, He's cussing. He's saying things he shouldn't say. He's pulling Vince McMahon in. Like you were saying earlier, it's very Brett 97 esque. Like, it feels like he's going off script. Like, he, he wants Jerry Lawler and he's going to do whatever it takes to get that match with him. It felt real. Mm-hmm. It felt like Brett has finally hit his fucking boiling point. He's pissed. He wants the reaction out of Jerry Lawler. He wants to kick his ass. He wants the match. I, I'll, I'll agree with you guys, Brett. Uh, I, and I would also I'd make it half and half. I'd say Brett and Jerry. Jerry holds the show together with his one-liners. Uh, I do. I actually prefer Doc Hendricks more than I enjoy Jerry Lawler, which is weird. 
That's Doc true. was so good on commentary during In Your House. I love oh, it. Whoa. 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 I will say in the next episode, you get a glimpse of Doc Hendricks in an all-white suit. Handsome. And he's uh, interviewing Diesel on Superstars. That short hair don't do it for me. Take <laughs> take that mullet back to Bad Street, baby. <laughs> Bad Street. Street. Got some rhymes that I can't say. <laughs> Good. On the other side of this, <laughs> May 20th, 1995 edition of WCW Saturday Night. This actually took place the night before Slamboree. So we got Johnny B. Bad defeating Bobby Starr. Oof. Mang defeated your favorite, Eddie Jackie. <laughs> He's the original member of the Debbie Richards Dirt Squad. It's the Jackie you Squad. You mean to tell me fucking Ming had three matches in two nights? God damn right, dude. You're, you're, you're right. Yeah, earning Earn, that you know, money. Yeah. Kevin Sullivan defeated Barry Houston. Te- well, technically that that was taped. So yeah. on television, yeah. Ming wrestled. Yeah, but, but I wonder if uh, the freaking uh, God was his name. King Curtis played. What was his name in the Dungeon of the Doom? Like the Grand something. The Grand Wizard. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, I wonder if he was harassing him in that match with Barry Houston. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Uh, the tag champions Harlem Heat defeated Red Tyler and Mark Thorne, which they would go on and lose the titles the next night to the Nasty Boys. And then Sting defeated Paul Orndorff. So wait a minute. I'm reading this now. Paul Orndorff lost to Sting in the WCW US title ma- uh, tournament match. The very next night, he gets the NWG. He gets, he gets an IWGP title match. Makes sense, right? Well, that's uh, one, the wonderful booking. Of it was already booked. WCW. It was already booked before Saturday night happened. I guess they. I guess you could look at it though. He got beat by Sting. Sting. But it does make it look silly that he's getting a title shot while losing a tournament match to for Sting. the mid card title. True. But that tells you what they think of IWGP title. You right? Yeah, I know. Boys, that's the end of this one. Brandon, what you got for us? I don't even know where I'm at right now. Uh, so You're at home. <laughs> You're in the Black Lodge. Coming up uh, on May 1st, we're going to have a in-depth retrospective for Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Arguably the best in the series. Uh, uh, definitely my favorite. And uh, we had a last-minute edition. We've got uh, Judy Aronson, uh, who played Samantha. You may also remember her from being the smoking hot babe in Weird Science. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, this is... I don't know that she's ever done this on any other podcast, but she's going to discuss in detail her... Uh, her death scene, and she's going to dispel rumors that have surrounded the circumstance of her death scene and the interaction with her and specifically uh, director Joseph Zito. These these rumors have stood for roughly 38 years, and some of the story has come out, but she goes a lot more deep into this than, uh, than so any other place. The only story I know of is that she was in freezing cold water. Does that pertain to this? That, that is true. Um, and, and Ted, was it Ted White was Jason in part four? Yes, and uh, you're just going to have to listen to the episode to, to get the, the full context uh, of uh, the scenario that played out and the the horrible situations that happened to her, um, yeah. So it, it's going to be a great episode. Then later in the month on the fifteenth, we're going to have 
a, an episode that we had to postpone uh, for a while, but we, we finally did it. And um, I'll just put it to you this way. If you're interested in hearing Fat Tony drunkenly uh, speak of his love of Scream and me uh, be completely shitting on it, then this is the podcast for you. Not a Scream fan, uh, but I think this is uh, one of those episodes that uh, if you're a diehard fan, you're probably going to enjoy just because of the, the drunken banter back and forth. And, uh, and then uh, on uh, May 14th, uh, FrankenCon, uh, we're going to have a table there. We're going to do a live retrospective with Brian Bremmer about his career, Star of Society, uh, Silent Night, Daily Night 5, Pumpkinhead, uh, Toby Hooper's Spontaneous Combustion. It's going to be a fun time. Stop by. We're going to have uh, things at our booth. Uh, we're giving away, provided you uh, do some uh, stuff for us. You know, subscribe, rate, and all that good, good stuff. We'll give you a care package full of goodies. And it's also Brandon's birthday. That that it is. I expect a 1989 Macho Man Randy Savage sheet cake, and if I don't get one, I'm going to throw a fucking fit. You said 1999? 1989. Oh, you said 99. It's like you said 99. Yeah, it did sound like you said 99. Yeah. I can get you a gorgeous George sidekick for that, too, if you don't want to. I'd love to have some of George Gord. Oh, no. Gorgeous Gord. Gorgeous Gord. You'd love to gorge yourself on George's Gorge? Yeah. I mean, George, gorgeous George. <laughs> I'm screwed up. I'm friends with her on Facebook. She don't look like she did in 1999, but uh, I'd still hit it. <laughs> Just to be like, hey, Macho Man did this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dig it. Let's do ecstasy on the beach. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to put it in your butt. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Travis. Oh, I'm still selling stuff on uh, eBay at TGL The Man 12. I talk, I got talk. kind of another random weird person that uh, s- sent me a bunch of messages about Survivor Series 1996 and then didn't fucking pay for it. Thanks, asshole. I had to read. He wanted to sweet talk you. Yeah, and I didn't. Tell him about your stings. Uh, I uh, ordered uh, four stings from GameStop. Well, you ordered two first. I ordered two st- stings from GameStop because there was this rumor going around that people were getting the chases from uh, GameStop online. So I ordered two, got two chases. Immediately put them up. Sold uh, one for $188 on an auction, and I sold the other one for 210 And then I got two more in the mail because I was like, I'm going to chance this again. I'm going to just fucking, fucking do it. Sold one, sold one for two fifteen, and the other one had like a slight indention on the back, so I didn't want anybody bitching about it being mint. So I sold that one for one eighty five. Um, so I turned an eighty dollar investment into about eight hundred bucks. So yeah, thanks GameStop. You uh fucking helped me probably buy a door and some paint for my house. So how many do- how much are fucking doors these days? They're Jesus Christ, expensive, like seven hundred bucks. Are you fucking serious? I'm not, I'm not buying a house ever. <laughs> it's fucking expensive. That's why I wanted to rent first. It'd be somebody else's problem. But um. <laughs> You know, uh, I noticed Brandon was saying that uh, he didn't know where he was right now at the beginning of his little spill over there. It's probably because he's scared about facing me for his championship. Definitely go check. Uh, go. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add the two. Um, the two little promos you guys cut into this episode at the end here, and we'll even let you guys. I've cut. I have cut. I have cut two promos. Oh, I, two world class promos. I've got one coming back for you a little bit. Well, I will post. Did you do it in a room that doesn't have twelve pounds of echo? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. It's the only place I have by myself. You yeah. want to go out on the street and? I mean, I, can, I mean, I just thought it added to the ambiance. You could, you could go. Here, here's I the thing. I'm going to add the first two ones on the, the first two. Uh, promos onto this episode at the end here. I'll let you guys decide who you think is worthy of holding the championship. Have we even decided how we're going to defend this title yet? I, I have an idea. Have Don't let up. We'll, we'll save it. 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 I, I've got one to cut back. I saw Fat Tony's uh, putting in his two cents. Uh, 
flating you on a or a it's because Fat Tony knows where where the power lies, and he associates with the real world's heavyweight podcasting champion. You mean the paper champion that you are? Is he your Bobby or your JJ? Uh, he, he he's your JJ. He just fucking, he's just fucking. He's just fucking Harvey. All right. He's your Harvey. He's just Harvey over here, like sweet Brandon I Lane. Da, 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 da. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> exactly what Fat Tony is. Oh shit. He's my fucking heater, and boy, you're about to get burned. Oof. Well, I'll post that. NGW guys, we actually have something cool in the works. I should find out something this week. It's coming soon. C U M M I N G. Um, we post a little tease of it. Of course, we're aiming for uh, something else different as well with Uncivil War, our kind of our flagship summer show um, happening possibly in July. We're kind of waiting on that right now. And uh, yeah, I just did a podcast actually this morning with the wrestling purists. Uh, you know, Travis is going to be back on there this following week uh, with Slamboree. So check those guys out. I know they want to get Brandon on there sometimes, so it'll be kind of interesting to get him on there. It, listen, guys, I, I appreciate the the the, the idea want. and everything, but I, I think I will have to graciously pass. If and uh, my time that I spend away from podcasting is very very few, and I definitely don't want to watch wrestling, um, even if it was something good. I just uh, it's just. Well, they don't do watch alongs, so you don't have to worry about that. Just have to yeah, but opinions. I would have to watch it to be able to talk about it. Yeah, You're that's right. true. And guys, I know eventually we are going to do the bonus episode we talked about of reviewing a NGW show, possibly going to be uh, the Party Bowl. I know I hooked Brandon up with a copy finally of King's Ransom. On yeah, because they, let's say something to Cody real quick. Cody, um, thank you for allowing me to have this um, even though I've tried to buy it from you twice and you wouldn't take my uh, electronic money because you don't want the government knowing about it or whatever uh, I, I just I just took it <laughs> well, guess, well guess what bitch got that for free uh, we, I ran an incredible sell uh, I told Cody I said you got a ton of these blu-rays and DVDs I'm like like you want to you want to try to like sell some of these motherfuckers he goes yeah what do you think I'm like what do you think it's your money he goes Say five dollar DVDs, ten dollar Blu-rays. I'm like you got it. And we sold a shit ton, didn't we? Yeah, sold quite a few. Yeah, so still pretty cool. We're still earning money off those old shows. Uh, definitely check us out at Next Gen TN. So you'll take you'll take other people's electronic. No, no they all pay with cash, uh, Brandon. Yeah, they pay with cash. Gentlemen's gentlemen's way of paying. Yeah, oh, man, Grandpa. I'm sorry. I don't use I don't use the Grandpa way of. Uh, You're the oldest. I'm about to say you, him, should, you should be the one putting money in your mouth. Well, the big well the big, well, the big problem is he has loonies and he doesn't yeah, have actual true, US dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got Canadian dollars. No one takes this shit down here. That's hockey on there. Like like Barney Stinson yeah. said, is this even ho- real money? As in hockey, he means shit. Because that's what your money is, is shit, you Canadian bitch. Wow. Well, our Canadian listeners, we appreciate you following us. Yeah, and, and, I, and I personally love hockey. See? Yeah, yeah he loves see? shit in his mouth. Yeah, uh, Philadelphia Flyers. I don't like them Canadian teams. I thought by way, the of, by way of Ontario. Huh? I just like the Bruins. Cause, because I don't? Yeah, you should like the Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it don't. Yeah, you should like the Bruins. No, no, they're black and gold like Steelers. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, but here, but here's well, the, the thing. What the fuck is your home, uh, like home away from home? Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and all. Yeah, family shit. up there. And here, here's, here's, oh, okay. you, but here's they the, moved from Canada, and that's when no, you moved on down. You. And, like, no, fuck the, you. That's the midway here, point. But here's the thing. Like, um, even though like my family, they're sort of like in between Pittsburgh, and I've got some okay. down the the Philadelphia area and um we don't fucking we don't like the penguins fuck the pittsburgh penguins no but i love the steelers yeah and fuck the fuck the eagles so you just hate birds 
Yes, I do. I fucking hate birds. I, I do hate birds. You heard it here first, folks. Brand Lane hates birds. I do. He hates penguins. He hates fucking. I hate the um, penguin. I hate penguins plural. Um, he, he penguins, dodo birds. I'm glad they went extinct. He, he hates eagles because he's not American. Thus, beginning his even deeper trek into being Canadian because you hate eagles, and that's the American math. He also he also dislikes he also dislikes Don Henley because he's a part of the Eagles. No. You sir, you sir, are a traitorous bitch. I heard, I heard that Coconut Pete and Don Hilly are forming a supergroup. That's a reference that nobody's going to get. Pete Nicolotiver. Man, yeah. I was really disappointed that uh, Danny didn't show up with his protege at NGW this last uh, show. Oh, well, let's save that for the next episode. Yeah. We have some more Danny talk coming next episode. I heard some new stuff. Brandon already knows about it. We're going to get to it next episode. Yeah, I, I have actually been sworn to secrecy for a while, but. Getting ready, guys. Uh, we appreciate you all the follows uh, and helping us get uh, into the top uh, 150 and 200. Um, follow us on Re- at Wrestling Ruin. Special shout out to Re- uh, Project Louder and our, our cuck leader, TJ Bowser. Um, uh, the cuck's just with the bitch. most. Colluding bitch. He's the moistest. Sure. Uh, ProjectLouder.net. Uh, yeah, check us out there. Uh, uh, find us on uh, iTunes and Spotify and also at Wrestling Ruined. Anywhere else you find your podcast. You're going to hear those two special promos from these two guys. Uh, but until next time, I'm Eddie Shepard along with Travis Lasser and Brandon Lane. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. There is a rumor going around. A rumor, quite frankly, that if I don't address, well, I'm simply going to die of laughter, and I'm just not in the mood to find myself a grave just yet. This rumor pertains to a low-life scum-sucking dog by the name of Travis Gilbert Lassiter, a man I'm well familiar with, a man that I've never thought to be in the league to even have the audacity to challenge for such an accolade. But he's found it necessary to put himself right in the pathway of the greatest podcasting world's heavyweight champion of all time. Beautiful Brandon A. Lane. So, Travis, if you would be so kind to indulge me, if we're going to do this, we got to do it right. I want you to paint those lips ruby red. I want you to blush up those cheeks. Because, buddy... Not only do you have a date with Destiny, but you got a date with the world's heavyweight podcasting champion. The thing is, oh yeah, it's going to end like so many dates have been in the past. Somebody's getting fucked, but only one of us is going to enjoy it. And somebody's going to be me. So Travis, get ready. Because you got the attention of the champion. Now what are you going to do with it? See you later, Jabroni. Brendan A. Lennon. You're out here talking about rumors going around. It's no rumor. I've been challenging you for this championship since podcast number one, son. You've been out here stealing pages from your favorite author's book, Vince Russo, giving yourself a championship, colluding with upper management, and that cut of the producer we have, T.J. Bowser just to have another hollow championship reign. But I've got news for you, paper champion. I'm here to ball you up and throw you out like the trash that you are. Brendan, it's no secret that you hid your eyes behind a pair of cheap sunglasses so you could hide that fear from the world knowing that you can't duck me anymore. 
It's over. You've laid it out. You've set up your own worst fear. It's me and you. So, Brendan, it's time for me, Travis, Gilbert, Lassiter, to save this podcast from your tyrannical reign as champion and give it one it deserves. And at the end of the day, there won't be a need for all that pop and circumstance in your video, all the lipstick, all the dancing shoes, all the false bravado can't save you from the one image that is going to be burned in yours and everyone else's mind. And that's going to be me standing of your broken and defeated body, jeffing as only I can jeff, holding the one thing you hold dear in this world. The podcast championship of the world. So, Brendan, in the words of your childhood idol that adorned your walls, the one you made more eye contact with during David Richards' jerk squad sessions than anyone, I need you to tighten up that man bun. I need you to pack your bags and I need you to dust off the passport, son, because it's showtime, you Canadian bitch. And I'm going to send you back to Canada a humble and beaten man. And that's not a rumor. That's not a spoiler. That's just the cold, hard truth. And you better than anyone, Brendan, knows that the truth hurts.